0: This is the Freedom Ring. Yes, it is. Welcome to your Friday, and welcome to everybody watching live on Rumble. I'm Matt. That's Bill. This is the Freedom Ring, and uh, the headlines are just unfolding in front of us at record pace. A lot of of things,
1: big things happening. There is so much news out there. I can't even... When I go to make my selections every day, I'm like, uh, what? uh, You know, you got... What twenty-five stories, and you can only do three or four, right? But, well, main, th- main, th- th-
0: mainstream th- media is not even touching this. Is that's basically the uh, what what we focus on for this show. We're going to get to Joe Biden's uh, public meltdown, which continues. Another gaffe that again, mainstream media didn't cover. Uh, starting to kind of feel sorry for the guy, to be honest with you. And we've 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 already addressed that he's preceded all this with fifty years of criminality. And uh, Who, Joe Joe Biden, yeah, believe it or not. I know no. him, yes seems like an upstanding citizen, right? But um, <laughs> really? I don't know if, I don't know if it's I feel sorry for him or I'm just more mad at his wife and his inner circle for continuously pushing him out there and embarrassing not only himself but our entire country. But we'll get to that. We'll play the audio as well. Plus, there's a new law in California that's beyond insane. And should be a sign that the devil definitely has his grip on some of the people in power. This, it's it's morbid? Is that even a strong enough word to describe it? It's, it's completely disgusting. I mean... Then you've got the CEO of AstraZeneca himself caught saying in 2020 how millions of people should avoid the COVID jab, which I believe his company is producing one of them. Imagine that. Imagine that Yes, I did And uh, it turned into a nightmare, to be honest with you But, uh, yeah, we're living in very confusing times Stories break And uh, there's like three different versions told in the news And sometimes they're deemed a conspiracy theory Before you find out three weeks later it was the truth all along And then, of course, you're dealing with other stories And, you know, are you allowed to... Are you allowed to even talk about it without offending someone or their gender or how they identify? And um, if you if I I was trying to put today's moment of faith together and if you just get right with God, you don't have to worry about all that stuff. I know it sounds simple because it is that simple. Life isn't supposed to be so complicated. So I was looking for verses about truth. Okay, just simple truth. And didn't really find one because it's all about truth. Truth is universal. It's a universal topic that we all seek and to and to know and to understand. And whatever it's, whether it's knowing the truth or speaking the truth, it's all found when you have a relationship with God. And that's that's when we're in prayer with God. Um, The truth is revealed to us. And the many Bible verses about truth show the significance in whether it's biblical times that you want to learn about or if you want to talk about today, whatever the topic or situation, whatever the era, it doesn't matter. When God is in your life, that's all he reveals is truth. And I only hope for the world's sake that others see how God's in my life and how he's in your life and how he's in her life and his life and accept him into their lives so we can all find the truth and rid the world of everything the devil has his minions trying to force on us and when I say his minions I'm talking about people like George Soros Bill Gates Anthony fauci and uh, again I was I was I spent hours last night trying to find one verse that I could elaborate on and we could have a discussion on this morning and it was like wait a minute it's the whole book. <laughs> it yeah. isn't just one verse. So it was kind of hard. God is the definition of truth. Exactly. He, he is truth. And I, again, it sounds simple and it sounds quick, but it is that simple and that quick. Mm-hmm. So uh, for the for the benefit of the entire world and uh, the, the human race, that's what we're here, not only to expose you to the truth that the mainstream media is not talking about, but also to hopefully get us all right with god so we can come together and be that tsunami of truth and make it a little bit easier to get through what we're all going through right now exactly and that brings us to our guests today uh who uh, they're all about the truth. They're all about having a little bit of fun too. Their sisters Leah and Michelle Svenson from Southwest Ohio, uh, right in our neck of the woods. And when I first heard about them, they sounded like the female versions of us. They're delivering real news. They're talking about the truth. They add some laughter. And then I met them Monday and realized in Milford. I met them Monday and realized they're a lot classier than we are. <laughs> 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 They've got more decorum. And uh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Bill. I like your flannel shirt and all, but they just wear it nicer. Um, but they uh, they have their own podcast as well and their own channel on Brighteon, uh, dot com. They are the Resistance Chicks. Good morning, ladies. Good
2: morning. good morning, Bill and Matt. So good to be here. I love your show already. I was listening to it this morning. And I'm like, man, these guys are legit. So I'm going to be spreading you far and wide.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, We have a lot of fun in this misery. (laughs) (laughs) Correct correct us if we are wrong, ladies. You need to have fun in this misery or else you just drive yourself insane, right?
2: If you don't laugh, you will cry.
0: Exactly. So I had the uh, privilege of meeting them Monday uh, along with Ohio Brett. We've uh, established our relationship with him, but I first met him in person on Monday at the... uh, uh, The the name of the church escapes me. What was the name of the church? House of Restoration. House of Restoration in Milford, Ohio. And we had a good group of people together. And just being in that room with you two and the the rest of that were there. Man, my wife and I were discussing on our way home it felt like the nucleus of something very cool, very big, very positive, positive. Uh, God was definitely present. And um, I'm kind of speechless because I I just felt blessed just to be there and to be a part of whatever's about to take. I think the group of people that we had together on Monday night, it felt like something big collectively is about to happen. I think it is happening, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah,
2: you're absolutely right. I love Ohio Brett. He has this vision to uh, go to 50 states. And kind of do these little God huddles and pull together Team Jesus. Because that's the only way that we're going to fix this. Um, I love I love laughing at the left. I love laughing at Joe Biden. Um, I kind of am going to miss him when he leaves.
0: Um, <laughs> no, you're not. No, time. you're not. <laughs> I know
2: that it's torture to most people. Uh, but ha- So how do we take it over? How do we fix this thing? Because we all see that it's going over a cliff. And it's like a bad movie where there's some humor in it. And you know everybody's about to die unless some savior comes in. Well, it's the good news we have a savior and he does want to come in. Um, so when we do our shows, I know we, we cover a lot of the negative things. Uh, other people think that it's depressing sometimes, but I'm trying, I explain to people, I know this sounds counterintuitive, but the the worse it gets, the more people wake up, the more people are on our side. And uh, God has kind of given us a vision and maybe you guys too, that the Christians are going to turn this thing around, that we actually have all the power, we have all the authority, we have all the tools, we have all the weapons. We're just not using them. And so when we get together and we start to kind of plug away and, and get into the spiritual realm and go after the real enemy with the power of God that we already have been given, we don't actually need to go get, you know, sometimes, I just wish I had more faith. No, actually, all we need to do is pray. And I don't even think most people, when it comes to elections, when it comes to, like, their state government, has anybody ever thought to just sit down and pray and when we do that i think god is listening specifically to those prayers because that particular realm is like uh empty (laughs) it's like oh wow people are actually going back to what the founding fathers did let's listen to those prayers so it sounds it feels awesome to us because god is actually in the room he's actually listening because he's wanting to he's wanting us to pray those prayers and the bible says that um when we ask according to his will we have those things. That we have. And I agree with you 100%, Matt, that, that that night was something very spiritually significant. I think everybody in the room felt it. So I'm glad that you said that because we felt it for sure on our way home.
0: Yeah, and I can't uh, I, I can't wait to you know uh, nurture these relationships and whether or not we, uh, we come together collectively and put on a, an event to bring the people together. Uh, whether that's in the form of a concert or a charity event, maybe a char- whatever it is, a speaking event, motivational, whatever—I I don't even care. Um, I know God's going to be a part of it, and I know God is a part of this conversation. And uh, I don't know. Monday night, it just felt something was there, and yeah. I'm not even—you uh, know—my wife hates when I say I'm not an over-religious guy. I just consider myself just, just to be an average guy that likes to... I, I've I gotten to a point in my life where I just want to do the right thing for the right reason. I want to utilize this microphone rather than talking about Metallica and Pearl Jam records like I used to for 28 years. I want to bring people together, and I want to help uh, people realize that when God's in your life... And and the reason I say I'm not over religious is I can't recite scripture like, well, especially like you, Michelle, I was blown away. I can't, (laughs) I can't recite scripture like that. I'm always seeking the Bible and seeking scripture for things that I'm uh, having trouble with. Um, You know, whether it's starting a lawnmower or, you know, trying (laughs) to figure out what my next career move is going to be. I'm always reaching out to the Bible. The thing is, is I just can't recite scripture. So I'm impressed when somebody even utters a phrase from the Bible, and Michelle's in the back of the room, and she goes, Oh, John 1, uh, verse 12. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> that <laughs> anyway, was very cool. i got to
2: interrupt. Um, and I shouldn't do this on air, but I'm going to anyway, because you guys are just like us, and I think you'll get it. But uh, So after dinner, we went out, and Mike was the one. For those of you that are, this, we're talking about this event on Monday night, and uh, we went out to dinner, and, and Mike's like, Going on, kind of just employees. like you. A he was a boy. lawyer and an attorney, Fighting and for, and, yep. and, uh, and he done. said the same thing that you just said. And I and I'm sitting there going, should I tell him? And he literally hit on the two that I know. Um, After <laughs> them. Oh, but that's,
0: that's awesome. Those ones. The curtain has been lifted. Lufed now pictures. I don't feel so bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two
0: I know. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, that's another sign that God was there. He delivered the only two you knew.
2: Amen.
0: (laughs) Oh, That's awesome.
2: She did a, a, a dissertation paper on Isaiah 58. Literally, it was my senior research project, Isaiah 58 and the true call to fast. So
0: I'm like, yes, Lord, got that one. There be all day, baby. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. So, how long have you? We're, we're uh, Bill and I just celebrated t- uh, two days ago our our one month anniversary. Yeah. And uh, how long wow. have obviously your sisters? So <laughs> we've got the whole life to uh, talk about. But how? How long have you been actually at this with a podcast, uh, trying to bring you know bring not only laughter and truth but people closer to God? How, how long have you guys been doing this?
2: All right, so we started a YouTube channel back in I think two thousand and nine, mm-hmm. and it was a homesteading channel. Or for those of you that are listening that are not familiar with us, we have an acre and a tent. We raise pigs and chickens and. Uh, we grow a good portion of our own food, and we did a lot of do- DIY videos, a lot of sarcasm, a lot of fun. Uh, we know how to wire and plumb and drywall and install windows, and we did a lot of that kind of stuff. And we recorded ourselves learning how to do that. And Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And Leah is an oh. ordained minister, uh, so we would we'd throw in a lot of God stuff, and we did some viral um, funny videos that that went out. And then in 2016, my mom was watching the infamous Alex Jones, who ended every broadcast, saying, if you're listening to this uh, transmission, you are the resistance. And my mom said, you know, you guys already know all of this stuff. You're covering the news. Maybe you could be an Alex Jones or something like that. Maybe you could go professional. Our own mom said, why (laughs) don't you become a professional YouTuber? So January 1st, 2017, we sat in our basement, and we recorded the very first episode of Resistance Chicks, I kid you not, on a piece of paper with probably lines on it. Uh, Resistance Chicks in Black Marker. That was our very first episode. So we've been doing this since January 1st of 2017, and it's been a wild, wild ride. Uh,
0: Who have you crossed paths with because of this? Who who, who has this whole experience brought into your lives?
2: Oh, my gosh. Big names. Um, Mike Lindell, Lynn Wood, uh, Clay Clark.
0: Holy moly. Um,
2: Tree. Andy Wayfield of the movie Vax, Steve Kirsch. A lot of the do- big-name doctors, John um, Doc Kesterson of Bards FM. Dr. Bards, Tenpenny? Dr. Tenpenny, we've interviewed her. Lee Merritt. Wow. Uh, we're on Alan Keyes' show a lot. He loves us. I don't know why. Not many that we haven't had a chance to interview, Dr. Zelenko. But what what's so cool, honestly, about it is that we feel that... Uh, because every time we, we go get big... Then some platform tends to to censor us, and we're like, God, what's what's up with that? And our ministry and the way our kind of our show kind of hovers a little bit under the radar, so that like we kind of get recognized at places. Uh, we're not too over the top. We thank God we haven't had any FBI at our door. You know, um, <laughs> no, we've had to use the FBI for stalkers though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, For starters, but wow. our, we feel like when we when we're talking to some of these people who have giant platforms, millions of people who are watching them, our job is to encourage them and to bless them and to 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 kind of help them know that even though their voices too have been silenced, it's kind of the great equalizer because these people used to get millions of views on YouTube and they didn't need people like us. To, to spread their message. message far wide. So for us, it's kind of been, oh, look, these people want to be on our show because they're yeah. censored, too, and they've had their voices taken away. So we're kind of all right now on an even playing field. Which I think almost is, is by God's design. I do. I do.
1: That's kind of why we've been on. We put ourselves on every platform known to man. (laughs) So except YouTube,
0: it's like goodbye. Well, we we started on YouTube, and once they got the wind of uh, some of our content, it's like, uh, huh? They took us out. They took us out a
1: week ago. So I think today is Good Boy Day. We've been good for seven days now. You boys can
0: come back. You know, there's something I uh, talked about last week. Is um, who did uh, who who were we talking to? Was it Ohio Brett? Yeah, it was Ohio Brett. We were talking about faith. We were on his Brightion TV show about a week and a half ago, and then we took the link from that video and we went to go post it on our own page. Um, was it Facebook or YouTube? It's was Facebook, wasn't it? Oh yeah, Brightion's blocked, yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You can't even share it in a message on Facebook. Like no. Facebook Messenger will not share anything. Right. Natural News, Mike Adams. He got he. Natural News and Mike Adams was the number one website in the entire world. Wow. Um, and that was Mike Adams. And they he founded Brighton. He founded Brighton. And it is now the most you, censored. The most censored. It's interesting. YouTube actually gave him his YouTube channel back. He doesn't use it, but they had gotten rid of it. And then they brought it back, which just goes to show you that when they delete your channel, cough, cough, they've gotten rid of two of ours. Your videos don't go anywhere. I still, even though I've got these two channels that are deleted on YouTube, I'll get messages every once in a while of a video that they have flagged <laughs> still getting strikes, even though technically my channel doesn't exist.
1: You know, the way I get around it, because uh, Mike Adams got has a lot of inf- interesting stories, and, uh, and, and for a long time, the way I started my fight against the deep state was uh, when Trump won, I started posting left and right on my Facebook page all these news stories, and I would run into the Mike Adams, and that's when I found out that domain was blocked, So what I do is I just go and copy the text, and I paste it. I just paste the text right on my post and hit the post button, and it goes up.
0: Well, what I was disgusted with is after I was trying to post our our appearance on uh, Ohio Brett's TV show, which, again, we we spent about 25 minutes speaking of faith and just encouraging people in society to do good. Um and then when I saw that that wasn't being able to be posted and then I, I kept scrolling down and all of a sudden I come across this video where this family, you know how they have those drive-through zoos with their ostriches and walk up to your car and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a there's a video of a family that had a monkey come up onto the top of their hood and they filmed it and he proceeded to take care of himself. And oh, then and then he Brought himself to a certain feeling and then consumed it. Wow! And I'm like, wait a minute! I was just and told that on our video did not meet YouTube's or uh, um, uh, Facebook's standards, <laughs> standards and practices. <laughs> We're talking about faith, but this monkey doing his uh, wacky thing with by himself. I was blown away. I was appalled.
2: It's totally satanic. I mean, seriously, you look at Cardi B and all these crazy people. I can't even stomach to say their names. Their music videos are up on on YouTube. The most vile craziness. um, We can get into the the deep dive of Vladimir Zelensky. uh, Vladimir, how do you say his first name? Oh, yeah. The president of the Ukraine. If you Google him on YouTube... You will see the most vile things this guy has done. Before he became president, he was an actor, and he was, like, some crazed, I don't know, nude colony, nudist colony pre- uh But here's actor. the deal. Here's the deal. Here's why they do it. They do it because the Bible is so clear that they will call evil good, and they will yes. call good evil. So yes. to them, it is good, and we are bad. We are evil to them, because they have it inverted. Yeah.
0: It's uh, Lee and Michelle Svenson and they are the Resistance Chicks. They are uh, small business owners. And uh, is it the pet-watching business that you guys have, the pet-sitting business?
2: That, that is what we do. We've done that for, man, well over a decade. Yeah, we love it. Pe- ca- dogs, animals, cats, horses. They're so much better. They always greet you people. with a smile and a tail wag, which you don't get
0: that from humans. <laughs> no, you don't, especially nowadays. It seems to be uh, less and less. And they're also, um, they have their home-based church, which I think is Isaiah 58 Ministries. Do I have that correct?
2: Man, you've done your research, Matt. I,
0: I, I've done this for a little while. <laughs> So, I mean, do you actually have church services, or do you go online? we
2: actually count uh, Resistance Chicks as our church. We do a Sunday show that's World News, and we we put God in there in everything that we do. And pretty much every show that we do, uh, that's how we roll. And we will do, throughout the week, when we can, we'll do, you know, ministry shows and stuff like that to minister to people. But here's the deal. When the pilgrims had church, they had it for eight hours. They had four hours of prayer and or not well scripture reading and then they had four hours of prayer and discussion of those scriptures and how it applied to current events that's how they came here to the america that's how we roll so we want to be able to take the bible and address current events with it to me that's church
0: and that is that re- reminds me of a local church that we were uh, introduced to you know when everything was forced to close down and you know our our local Catholic church that we belong to, we weren't able to go to, so we were watching on uh, local television. Uh, we became uh, familiar with um, uh, Pastor Marcus Meekum from Seven Hills Church in Anderson, oh, yeah. in uh, Northern Kentucky there, and yeah. he he, he kind of I, I like his service. He basically what you just described is what I received from his services, and we've gone to. See his service as well, and uh, yeah, I got—I just want to give him a good mention because if if you're in the Northern Kentucky area, check check out Seven Hills Church. Marcus Meekum is a good dude, and um, basically what you described—you know, taking the the verses and the Bible and addressing it in current current times—really uh, makes an impact in. Uh, brings the brings the story up to modern times obviously but what I something else I wanted to talk about was the I'm going to butcher this I'm not even sure if it's a word demasculinization is that a word <laughs> I
2: think I it is I think it is yeah
0: if not we just invented it and uh the demasculinization of men in in you know the last decade maybe even more so I saw Leah's recent video talking about the Amish girl and I'm going to turn it over to you um because it's almost frowned upon for for men to be men and women to be women. And to kind of, if I say stay in their lane, uh, it's going to be viewed wrong. So I'm going to let a lady, Leah, take the story from there. Tell, tell us about the Amish girl.
2: Okay, so it, it's, this, it's this phenomenon that is very foreign to me. I don't quite understand it because I am a female and I really like men. I don't know if there's, a, if, if, I don't know when we have get, got away from that, but it's kind of like when you've had, like, a really good home-cooked meal and you're kind of eating McDonald's all the time, like, when a man is actually manly and they, they open the door and they can build things, and, and you know, uh, what would what would happen today if the Titanic were to sink? You know, the women, okay, women, we're all equal, okay, you get in the ocean, freeze to death, so we've, we've got this kind of inverted society where nobody actually is enjoying themselves, it's, it, nobody's Nobody's in the roles that God has created them to be. And, you know, we get, we get raw milk from a local uh, a farm, and it's an Amish family. And they have two daughters, and one of their one of their daughters um, can do, like, more than I can do. She's absolutely awesome. She, she carries buckets like no business. She can do anything. She's awesome. But she's a female, and her brothers can do literally 100 times more than her and so they're the ones that are going to be she's not going to be building any barns, and any soon they the, it's really cool the way uh this particular community works i think one day a week all the men get together and they will do a big project whether it's help build a a pond okay so you can so they can collect ice in the winter whether it's build on a new addition to their kitchen whether it's uh build a new barn and the women get together and they cook and they and they make sure everybody's happy and healthy. Let me insert something real quick before Leah finishes that story. We know this family and this community and I can pretty much guarantee you that any of the projects that the men are doing, the women would be more than welcome to do. But I have met these women and they have no interest whatsoever <laughs> in doing that hard labor. I kid you not. Because they're already working hard, right? And I, I we grew up in the whole society that women can do everything men can do. Uh, a homestead or a farm or or when you're actually doing stuff and you're not you're not able to hire somebody to do women don't recognize and they're so hey, when was the last time you changed out your plumbing? Now I recognize on YouTube there are great women who can do things. We did. Okay? There are certain things that females cannot do. And we have we have a an acre in a tent that we have uh, chickens and we have pigs and we butcher them, we eat them. We do not do a lot of those main things. We have a friend, his name is Matt, and he's absolutely awesome. He took pallets and he built me a chicken coop. It looks like a chicken castle. And he built a chicken run. And he built this giant, he went to, he took his his giant truck and his car and he went and he found a barn that was being dismantled. And he got these giant trusses, and he built these giant pig pens. And there are just, there are physical things, right? When, when you start to kind of be self-sufficient, you realize, okay, I physically can't do this. Well, and a, a prime example, right, we, we slaughter our own pigs right here on what we call God's Little Acre. So Kansas does the deed. the pig's lying there. We have to get it from the pen to the fire to scald and scrape this puppy. I can tell you right now that Leah and I, short of machinery, which we don't have, are not going to be able to move that thing. All we can do is assist our friend Matt in, in moving this pig. It is, And we are Viking women. Our last name is... <laughs> Benson, our shoulders are so broad, I can barely sit through a door. I still, that's an exaggeration, but seriously, <laughs> a little bit. I I cannot do what a man can do. There are men that are smaller than me, and I'm pretty strong for a girl that can do things more than, than me, and this is just the physical aspect. Yes, yeah. The spiritual aspect to this is that it, it is equally as different for a man to bear the spiritual burden as it is for him to bear the physical And one. mental and emotional burden. Exactly. Listen, you know, I look at, we watched a little movie last night where some girl was a uh, police detective and she's pregnant and she breaks down crying emotionally. That happens. That happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm married, and, I know. There's a the difference. <laughs> you need, you know, the feminine side of being nur- uh, nurturing. Men can be nurturing, but they're not necessarily going to run up to the six-year-old and, say, you know, bust their knee and get the Band-Aid out. Like, they might a little bit, but there's something in it to, when, when, Women desire to help. They desire to do what they can do. When you're in your lane and you're doing everything that you can do in your lane, and a man is doing everything that he can do in his lane, that is when it's the most beautiful balance known to mankind. And that that's okay. I was just reading David today. Uh, oh, women can do everything men can do. Okay, you go get a uh, hundred foreskins from a philistine. Go Come ahead. On. Go try. All go. Right. Go on, girl. I would pay. Get it. To watch get it done. Happen.
0: Or go, you go, go swim go. as quick as I can. You know what I mean? I mean this whole gender bending thing with the uh, the, the guy that's in a, a girl's bikini or not bikini, but a swimsuit and competing. It's like, is is that not proof right there that we're, we're uh, we should stay in our own lanes? Right there.
2: Stay in your lane. No, that's so good. And honestly, I think it's to make everything so neutral, like neutral and and empty. Okay. I don't know. I was yeah. born in eighty-one. I just tell people my age, and men were, guys and girls were, they were a little bit more in their own wherever God's created to be, and it is awesome. Okay, it is awesome when a when a when when men are men and boys are boys and and, and they're and, and honestly, they're it's even more awesome when they walk in the love of God. Exactly. That's, that's the most beautiful thing. Okay, because there's toxic femininity. Absolutely. Look at Prince Harry and his little wife, whatever yeah uh, Megan Merkel like she leads him around with like a little chain look at the Karga- Kardashians like that is toxic femininity it is disgusting it's vile it destroys everything right and then you've got you know a little house on the prairie you're doing what you can do Pa's doing what you can do and a family unit that works in tandem is absolutely beautiful and that's what they want to destroy that's and I would say they but I really think it's, it's just the devil wanting to destroy all things that are good mm-hmm. and, and in harmony together. Um, you know, when we're doing stuff around here, and I think to my, when we, when we got a dude, cause we, we didn't have a dude for a long time. We did not. Okay. When we got a dude, my friend Matt came along, I was like, I literally, men, real men who are awesome. Like our friend Matt can do anything; he can build anything. We yeah, had a lot of other mean... men, though. We had a lot of, um, oh, yeah. older men that came into our lives right. that were able to teach us uh, how to do a lot of those things: the plumbing, the electrical, when, yeah, you know, we... installing windows. And so, just having men around to teach, yeah, and to show, and to bear the brunt end—it's there's nothing like it. And Lee and I have a very unique experience because my mom was a single mom, and my dad was very abusive, and so we did not have a manly, godly figure in our lives no. for at least. 20, 20, My yes, friends so had dads who were like nice to them. I just I couldn't understand it. And then later on in life, when we were remodeling our house, God brought Tim in our life and Mark Coombs, and we and we traded some pet sitting with them. Yeah. And and they taught us so much. They taught us so much that one guy, his name is Mark, he helped. He taught us how to install windows. And then Michelle did so good that he hired her. He's <laughs> <laughs> like Will you come work with me. And and it was a beautiful friendship and relationship that we've had with. With a lot of dudes. So, I, man, if we could get this back in balance, we could really be business. I think we're going to. I think it's headed that way because here's the deal, uh, Bill and Matt. Like, you guys are on the other end. You said that we're, like, kind of the counterparts to you. And I think that we're able to see what is happening in society, but we're also able to see that people are getting disgusted with it. Yeah, they're getting they are. sick of it. They're understanding that as they eat this M&M, the outer layer may be candy, but the inside's filled with something else brown, man.
0: <laughs> it's Leah and Michelle Svenson. They're the Resistance chicks, and you had um, you had mentioned uh, the uh, little house on the prairie, and how when people come together, when the family comes together, and everyone does their role, the family is strong, and the family is basically unstoppable. Can you imagine if our society came back together? Yes. I mean, we'd be unstoppable. And and the George Soros's. And the Bill Gates and the Anthony Fauci's of the world, we would just fling them off like uh, dandruff on, on the shoulder. We would just zing, get out of here. And, I mean, yeah. it, they've corrupted and they've, they've influenced so many people, unfortunately, and they've driven this thing off the cliff. If we came together and we just became a giant little house on the prairie again, we'd be unstoppable. And I think the world would be
2: freaking awesome. I agree. I think it would be the best place. And I, but here's the, here's the cool part. You know, we There's a, a man that we admire. His name is Joel Salatin. He's kind of like the Tiger Woods of sustainable farming. He's very famous. And he said that he thinks that we're going to look back on the past 100 years as a blip. Um, and I think that that's, I hold that to be true because I think that we can't... Civilization for the past uh, at least 2,000 years, the kingdom of God has been advancing. And um, more people are part of the kingdom of God now than have ever been before. And so as we continue that advancement, we can't be getting further away from God's perfect design. We have to be striving to get closer to it. Mm-hmm. So I think that this is a blip to wake people up. So I definitely can see the, the George Soros uh, of this world completely losing their minds, and that's why they want to stop. So just before we came on the program today, we were, Lee and I were looking into what we're going to cover on our Brideon show tonight at 6, and uh, there's all these uh, food places that are burning down randomly. And I think yeah. that's by design. They are oh, definitely. Absolutely. Factors.
0: Without a doubt. Yeah. Could you, uh lab, what's the one that uh, just a day or two ago we, we read about another place that just went up in flames? And it's like, you don't think this is by design? I saw a post right. this morning of, of, gosh, it must have been
1: 12... Uh, different places uh, that had burned down meat packing plants right. and, you know, processing plants.
0: Oh, how coincidental, man. They're yeah. just uh, yeah. going up at random.
2: Yeah, one of those with the headquarters of Azure Standard. And Azure Standard is an organic bulk food um, like organic, co-op. Or, co-op where you can keep their different drops across the United States. And so I, with, with that being targeted, obviously it had to be targeted. They still don't know the, the cause of the fire. I do believe that uh, they want people to continue on to be in part of the system. And if you can get out of the system, if you can be self-sufficient, because a lot of, like, Azure Standards has contracts with individual farmers, so they're not in the system that the, the globalists have created. The globalists have created a system, so they want, you to, they want a digital money. They want to just – it's like the Matrix. They want to, like, farm goo. You've heard Bill Gates. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We'll grow <sighs> beef for you on, on – I'm on my farm, and we'll, it'll be plant-based. Okay, but he's still going to eat a steak. And so they have a system where they literally want us to be more bland, eat processed stuff, uh, get high, sit in a corner, uh, put a little virtual reality thing on our head, pump us up with drugs. And I'm telling you, people don't want that because when you go outside and you hear the birds chirp and you smell the fresh air, you're like, no, this feels good. Yeah. Right. And you can't take that away from us. And these globalists—I saw a video with one of Klaus Schwab's little minions saying, "You know, what are we going to do with all these people once manufacturing gets to be all robotic?" Have you guys seen this guy? I think his name is uh, Yuri. Yes, Noah. Noah Harari. Yeah, yeah, we
0: played his audio on the show a couple of weeks ago and talked uh, about uh, him. How how this man is not in a? How does he walk free among us?
2: <laughs> I have no idea, but he's literally saying what we're going to do with all of these people once we mechanicate and mechanic, what is that word mechanize everything uh, is we're going to just use like video games and technology and drugs. and drugs to keep them at bay and i'm like you are because you exactly. still have no meaning in life that's what we in our show you know we grew up kind of city fied and we, we were taken care of my grandma my uncle we needed something to do we started to plant some plants and it just kind of rolled from there and i tell you we don't all have to do it all okay but we've got to get back to some sort of what you're talking about—community, a little bit, little house on the prairie, where one of us is doing something and we can trade with another person. Because I got to tell you, honestly, guys, it feels better. Yeah. It, and we it does. is better. Your own food, when you can build your own thing, when you can—you just feel good. Absolutely. And, and you can trade that with somebody else for goods and services. That's the natural way of living, and I, I, we are getting back to that. More people are unplugging from the matrix. And I know people are saying, "Well, I honestly—have you guys seen this since COVID?" I have seen more people leave their corporate job and kind of start their own business. Have
0: you seen that? Yes, yes. Well, I left the career that I love for the the same reason. It just I was, I was just uh, overcome with the sense of evil, and it just didn't feel right. And I saw the industry go that way. And then you, you can't tell me because next week I'm going to be 51. You cannot tell me. Uh, at the time, uh, let's see, was I 49? No, I was already 50. You cannot tell me after 50 years on planet Earth of not needing this man made poison. And uh, which suddenly I need to inject my body with. There's no pamphlet of information that's attached to it. In fact, they took that information and they sealed it for 75 years, and it took court proceedings to eventually have it leaked. Uh, You can't tell me that after 50 years of being able to walk into a restaurant, into a concert, into a movie theater, or, or work, you cannot tell me in a sane fashion that I'm expected to inject this thing because it's just the way... It's supposed to be now. No, I I I've, I've got 50 years that I didn't need to do any of it. Now I'm That's supposedly right. just fall in line like Nazi Germany. Get out of here. And for me,
1: I've been self-employed my whole life because I I woke up early and I'm like I I just realized I can't work for anybody and uh I started a lawn service. He doesn't have that. good social skills is what it comes <laughs> down
2: to. <laughs> no, you got too much testosterone. You
1: yeah, that's it. Exactly. That's Thank you is. very much. And I, actually, I do. My wife will tell you that. Um, but uh, but uh, no, I, I did lawn care for 22 years, and I worked my butt to the bone, yeah. and I was never so happy in my life. I mean, I just felt so good, but you know... Uh, being in radio prior to that and Matt can relate to this, you kind of get that radio virus in your blood and you can't shake it. Well, I like, uh, basically what I was,
0: I was for 28 years I got paid uh, for exactly what I used to get kicked out of class for in high school (laughs) and I kind of looked at myself as a genius for that reason (laughs) and uh, all of a sudden, you know, I climbed my way up the ladder and learned how you know, the whole operation works and then I was able to increase radio stations ratings and Uh, not just by being on the air, but by being behind the curtain and operating it and working with the other air talent. And then all of a sudden, you know, the revenue for the station starts growing. It becomes an addiction. And all of a sudden, one day I walk in and they're like, uh, no, you either have to take this jab or you're done. And I was like, that's evil. That's got Adolf Hitler written all over it. Who doesn't see that? And, you know, life is a
1: progression. You know, you you think you got it all figured out until 20 years later, you're still
0: alive and and you move into something else. But I do believe, I think this is going to dovetail off what you're saying is God closed that door. Yeah. And he's opening up this one because I honestly, ladies, I have not, even though we're only a month into this podcast, I have not felt this good about being behind a mic and what we're actually doing. Rather than cracking beer and fart jokes in between Pearl Jam and Ozzy records, uh, that that worked for a little while, but (laughs) (laughs) but now to know we're doing something that's uh, representative of the greater good, meaningful, meeting people like you, uh, experiencing what we experienced Monday night, and knowing that something big, great—I can't even—I'm at a loss for words—and I speak for a living. This is how great it is. I can't even describe it. It's our new family, right?
2: No, this is awesome. So my question then to you guys, um, did you speak out before? Were you like politically inclined before the COVID jab and all this craziness or did it wake you up to a different level?
0: Uh, because of corporate radio, I was quiet for the paycheck. Yeah. I was quiet yeah. for the paycheck. And when this happened, I said, screw you.
1: It's funny, yeah. I you know, with these two, two, I actually had three radio stations at the time and and um, I, you know, I'm always like, well, don't rock the boat. And and finally, when I met Matt, it all came together for me because I felt God knocking on my door for three years now. Like I, I should be doing something with all this craziness going on in the world. I, I knew, you know, the devil was very active um, and you could just see all these terrible things. I felt like I needed to be doing something, but I didn't know what it was. And it never really came together for me until I met Matt. And even two weeks, I tell Matt this sometimes. Two weeks prior to to us starting the Freedom Ring, I still didn't know what we were going to do. I'm like, "What's what's What's the concept of the show? What 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 is it?" And finally, I realized it's like him and I had met what four or five months prior to starting the show. And when we first met, we just connected, and we sat here, and we just started talking, rambling. Well, we were talking
0: about the stories the of, stories, yeah. you know, pick a story of the day, and we would have like a 20-minute conversation, and at the end of that conversation, we'd look at each other and said, dude, that's a break.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's our show. Yeah. That's a show. And We've, we
0: would crack up. We never left, laughed so much. Right. You know, if was, we get three or four of those a day, we can have a hell of a podcast. Yeah. And know? it seems so far, folks kind of enjoy it, so we're happy.
2: No, no I'm really it's very, enjoy it. Uh, I love it so much. I'm probably going to start listening to you guys. Uh, but it reminds Do you me. You mean you're
0: not already? Get <laughs> off of this line!
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit more humor. But a lot more He's humor. He's a little yeah. bit Glenn, serious. What, here, Here's the deal don't go down the depressed route that Glenn's been uh, in for the past couple of no. years. He tried to fight, and then he just kind of like got swallowed up in this oh it's, it's really big jesus is coming back and it's just all over hold on to your hats,
1: no, like, hat
2: that's not where we and i are at at all i think that we're going to take this thing all the
1: way home yep yeah he's not here till he's here and and we got work to do so that's right
0: all right, uh, do you guys want to plug uh, a few events that you might have coming up? I think you're going you're gonna to be in, uh, oh, other section of Ohio. My wife wants to visit. It's spacing me right now. I know you're going. It's
2: All right, so we've so we got, got two going. Two, two events, yep. We're to hit the first one. All right, so on, well, actually, this is a little bit like three. So Dr. Artist, uh, if you guys know him from the Watch Your Water documentary. Yeah, of course. going to be at the farm, which is in Delhi. You guys can uh, look up west side we the people and you can also go to redistancedix.com do we have that up there i don't think we have that one up there on the okay that's on the 27th but our big event we've got the first one coming up is on the 30th if you are anywhere in ohio um if you want to pray for our state because that's how we're going to fix things kind of at the local level and praying so if you want to come and have some some revival here's some really great speakers i think we got mark sakita running for senate's going to be there um, Dr. Doug, Frank. Dr. Doug Frank's going to be there, and Jennifer Gross possibly, who put together our uh, the, S, the House Bill 248. Jennifer uh, is awesome. discriminate against vaccines. Hopefully she's going to be there, and, and a bunch of other people. And if you are running for any office in Ohio, please come. If you are a Patriot pastor, please come. If you are a Patriot, please come and pray. There's going to be the Freedom Convoy. Is going to be driving around Columbus uh, two times, starting at 1 o'clock. We want everybody to come down to Brookville, Ohio, um, Which at is just outside of Dayton, at uh, Revival, what is it called? Revival Harvest Center, Harvest Revival Center, Harvest Revival Center. Thank at you. Neil Peterson's Church, you can find that on ResistSix for more information. Uh, we want you to come. We're gonna have some refreshments in between. It's gonna be a it's well, gonna okay, be awesome on the So, various. so it not only is it gonna be awesome, but we're gonna do something that's never been done before. We're gonna change the way that politics happen, not just in Ohio, but we want it to to be burst here in Ohio, but across the nation, and that's this. We want God to choose our candidates, and we want to be presenting to Him the best of who we have spiritually. Yeah, and uh, and and that is the key. We have to stop just settling. And I said this the other night, I think at that event on Monday, we have to stop voting in who we think can win and just vote our conscience and let God handle the rest. Absolutely, we're right. scared to get out and vote because of election fraud or um, maybe their guy is not going to be the one. So what's the point? We have a, a duty to make sure that we are electing godly men and and women into these offices. And if we sit at home, shame on us. Like, that judgment is on us, especially as a church. So we're going to bring people together. We are going to pray. We're going to have two hours of speakers and then probably an hour of revival and then an hour of just mingling prayer, getting to know people. It's going to be one of the most, uh, I think, earth-shattering nights. And I'll tell you another thing, Matt. Did you notice that after... uh, our event on Monday where, where you were with us. When we came home, what happened late that night? Do you remember? What was the news?
0: Oh, put me on the spot. Airlines. Oh, the mask came off?
2: The masks came off after we had that event. Now, Orduring. I'm not so, or during. I'm not so arrogant to say that we did that, but I do believe that whoever was praying and gathering across the nation at that time, we were among them, did do that. We have the power to shake heaven. We need to know it, and we We need need to walk it out. Absolutely. We can totally take these people down. We just have to pray and ask God to bless it. And then we have a second event. It's not our event, but we're going to be part of it. We are going to be presenters at the uh, Old School Survival Boot Camp in Hocking Hills, Ohio. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a three-day homesteading event. You can learn. There will be presenters on uh, everything from blacksmithing to foraging for your own food. They're going to butcher a cow. They're going to butcher some chickens. Uh, We're going to do a class on God and government. And it's three days. You're going to be with people who not just that, love, like, there's girly stuff, love too. Guy, love love the country. And and yeah. cooking and, and kids. Kid classes. Yeah. I like archery, marksmanship. Um, wow. I mean, the whole, it's going to be an amazing event. on our website? It's, uh, that's not on our website yet. One thing <laughs> at a time, Leah. Okay. All right. So that, you can look it up. It's oldschoolsurvivalbootcamp.com.
0: Oldschoolsurvivalbootcamp.com. Yeah
2: next
0: in the middle
1: of May got it I've often wondered how in the world do you decide who you vote for because
0: you really don't know who these people are you just listen to Oprah whatever she says oh that's (laughs) you know what I'm I'm glad you bring that up Bill because uh in the middle of them talking about you know praying and letting God take care of it and uh hopefully you you know do your own due diligence and research and not just voting because, oh, he's a Republican or she's a Democrat. No, not anymore. Don't do that. Not anymore. It made me d- sick when we lived in Milwaukee, and I actually heard somebody say out loud, this is when um, Barack Obama ran the first time, that somebody voted for him just because Oprah Winfrey said so. <laughs> and that's wow. is that was a true statement. It came out of someone's mouth, and I was like... Lost for words. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's 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 your research right there. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Do your own research.
2: Okay, so I, you you do need to do your own research, but I can. I want to encourage you guys also. Not everybody even knows how to navigate doing your own research. I had a, a very good friend of mine text me today out of the blue, and um, and she wanted to know. She gave me a couple options. She said, "I'm preparing to vote. What do you think of these options?" And they were local seats and I was able to give her some direction. So it is okay to reach out to people that you legitimately trust, people in your life Mm -hmm. who you know have done their research, their thinking is aligned with yours exactly. Um, You can do that, but whatever you do, don't reach out to an Oprah of this world. (laughs) That is absurd.
1: Thank you very
0: much. Or even
2: your own Republican Party. Don't look to them. What's very interesting, I think this is happening all over the country, and I love to see it happening in Ohio, is that, um, patriots and freedom-minded people have take our, our we are commandeering the Republican Party we, we're not you know we're not starting a new party one has already been built and there is a massive fight happening right now between the establishment within the, the party and these grassroots people who are said you know uh, in Ohio the last three of our four speakers of the house have had to resign and are under investigation for corruption okay mm-hmm. so obviously the Republican Party in Ohio pretty much stinks. It's absolutely corrupt. We could sit here, uh, wring our hands and cry about it, or we could do something about it. And patriots across our state, and I'm, I'm seeing this all across the country, they're not going to wring their hands anymore because they recognize, you know what, this train is going over the cliff. I can't just throw my hands up in the air and say, oh, well, because we're on the train.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, ladies, I am so glad we finally got you on with us. Um I wish you nothing but the best. We're obviously going to continue the relationship. We're going to try to make it out. The Dr. Artist, you and I already discussed. We want to do Yeah, we're going to go. go that. Definitely that. Delhi, yeah. yeah. And the wife and I were thinking about joining you in Hawking Hills as well, but definitely the Dr. Artist uh, presentation there, or appearance, I should say. Leah and Michelle Svenson, they are the Resistance Chicks. Check them out on Brighteon, uh, TV, correct? That's right. And uh, the website, I would imagine, com, is pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. You got it. All right. That is Leah and Michelle. You know what's what really I don't like about this particular podcast is we just spent like a good portion of that hour having a great conversation with these ladies. And we're going to follow it up with some of the headlines that we're dealing with right now. <laughs> and it's I like from it, one I extreme to it. another. All right. Are they still there? Yeah, we yeah. here okay we're gonna uh, wish you a great weekend thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you soon okay pleasure pleasure to getting all right,
2: all right. To... So much. pleasure
0: right. getting to know you all right bye-bye yeah they are very cool and uh like what, like I what I said on Monday what, what whatever was happening in that church in that room with that group of people it is uh something big is about to happen. And um, I'm just glad we're, we're, we've uh, we've aligned ourselves with them. It's good to be a part of it. Yeah, uh, it feels really good. and, and I, I I'm think, enjoying it and uh, uh, it's a great, great cause. I think it's just a microcosm of what is actually happening across the, uh, yes, a, the country and around the world because yeah. um, the, 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 the deep state can keep pushing their evil and we're pushing back and the tide is rising. And uh, things are definitely changing, but uh, all right, so getting back into the headlines uh, Project Veritas earlier this week uh, released a recording of the CEO of AstraZeneca claiming back in December of 2020, individual certain individuals who are immuno com- immune compromised or immunocompromised. Um, he said they could be in the millions. They should avoid getting the COVID shots. And we actually have the audio of him saying that, right? You
2: have to know a number of uh, people uh, cannot be vaccinated.
0: On a company-wide Zoom call on December 3rd, 2020, AstraZeneca CEO Pascal Soriot stated millions of people with immune deficiencies can't be vaccinated. Even back then, he saw enormous potential in monoclonal antibody treatments. Like
1: if you have an immune disease, lupus, or... Some other immune condition, you cannot re- or multiple sclerosis, you cannot be vaccinated. So there are millions of people in the world that will need a protection, protection that cannot be coming from a vaccine. So the long-acting antibody has enormous potential. This uh, long-acting antibody is quite unique because um, this is the only combination that uh, potentially will last uh, more than six months up to potentially twelve months and protect people for a long period of time.
0: Monoclonal antibody treatments were known to be effective relatively early in the COVID-19 pandemic, and some states in the US moved quickly to use it as a frontline defense. However, the federal government actively pushed against the use of those treatments in favor of the vaccine. The Biden administration, which revoked outright revoked authorization for two very popular monoclonal antibody treatments that the state of Florida really pioneered over the summer. We have had people use it and we've had good results. People have a right to access these treatments and to revoke it on this basis is just fundamentally wrong. If the CEO of one of the world's largest pharmaceutical companies realized back in 2020 that antibody treatments are necessary for the immunocompromised compromised, why would governments around the world force vaccine mandates when millions of people are at risk if they got it?
1: We are looking at a winter of severe illness and death, unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospitals, they'll soon overwhelm. But there's good news. If you're vaccinated, you have your booster shot, you're protected from severe illness and death. Yeah. But getting that
0: shot really was an Doesn't amazing it? feeling. It it, it it hits you. It hits you, says Mr. Trudeau. It is just so great. It hit I me, all swear. <laughs> You need to get the shot. By the way, I haven't gotten it, nor has anyone on this tape gotten it, but it hits you. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Have another. <laughs> Population control is the reason. Absolutely. Hello. Why would the CEO of AstraZeneca and every other pharmaceutical company uh, tell you that it's okay, even though they know firsthand that it's not okay? It's not okay. It's part of the the agenda. There you have it from the CEO. If you're still on board with this, I don't know what's going to wake you up. Well, and
1: you know, it's just like Fauci saying in the beginning, masks don't work. Then the narrative changed, like, oh no, you better change that and start telling them it does work.
0: Right? They don't know what lane they're in. These stop listening to these people. Turn the TV they're off. They're not even people. They're evil souls. Turn the TV
1: off and turn on the Freedom Ring, and we'll tell you.
0: It hits you. Oh my God! It's not a new one. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: meanwhile, you won't, won't see that on the fake news. <laughs> right, right.
0: It hit you. It hit me. Did it hit you? <laughs> Just like a Mack truck. <laughs> so after I heard that audio, mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, I was uh, reminded of Gilbert Gottfried. And everything was like, was overwhelmed with like uh, vaccine stuff yesterday and Because I had asked this when he passed away last week. Um, I want to know if he got the jab. Gilbert Gottfried, obviously a legendary comedian, passed away last week, age of 67, from myotonic dystrophy. It's an inherited muscular dystrophy that affects the muscles and any other body systems, including the heart. Hmm. Eyes and pancreas. According to the United States National Institutes of Health, Genetic, and Rare Diseases Information Center, symptoms including prolonged muscle contractions typically develop during a person's 20s or 30s. There is currently no treatment to stop or slow the disorder. But oftentimes, symptoms are manageable. Okay? So that raises the question in just my feeble little mind. Did he get the shot because it involves the heart? I wanted to investigate on my own a little bit. I can't help but wonder is the COVID jab what sped things up, resulting in his death? They said it was manageable, symptoms are manageable, but did he get the shot to where it was no longer manageable? Can we? We've already seen some of the uh, uh, everything that was sealed for 75 years, the uh, uh, Pfizer. The Pfizer list is being dropped at, like, uh, what, 3,000 pages a month or something like 5, that? 5,000, I think. And 5, I've, I've only seen the first batch. I didn't see the second month yet, but I did see enough of that first batch of all the things it, it, it triggers, it speeds up, it causes blood clotting, uh, uh, aphasia. Aphasia's on that list, which we just found out Bruce Willis. Was there like 1,500 different? Oh,
1: more or than Or maybe that, more than way that.
0: Way more than that. probably okay. Thousands. And um, I saw aphasia as soon as Bruce Willis announced that he had aphasia. Looked up that list. Boom, aphasia's on the list. That's not coincidental? It's almost
1: like the spice that they use to make chili. It's like, we want to cover everything here, so put a little bit of that in there and a little bit of this and that and that. Right? I mean, how could you have
0: one drug that has all of these symptoms? It's just evil juice. It, it's And well, quickly, yes. before we move on, um, after, while I was doing the research on uh, Gilbert Gottfried and just questioning out loud. Again, I'm not a scientist. I'm not in the medical field. I just looked it up online and found that uh, the, the, uh, w- w- once I saw the heart Mm-hmm. that this disease he had involved the heart your eyes and he, opened. he's been managing it for a long time now and suddenly he's no longer with us unfortunately i was a fan i don't i don't raise that question out of insensitivity i raise that question because if we can get somebody that suffers from the same disease to avoid in the future taking the jab yeah you might avoid gilbert Gottfried's Demise. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, and so I was looking that up. There was three headlines in a row on, on my computer screen. Ten-year-old girl dies after going into cardiac arrest at London Leisure Center. Ten-year-old girl dies of massive heart attack? Wendy, I've never heard of it. I mean, I'm sure it happens occasionally, but and what in did, my life... What, what did uh, I know this is over in London, England, and every country is... Demanding things at different times, but what did we see in the last six months? All of a sudden, kids of uh, what six years and up—they're being told to. Uh, their parents are being told to get them the jab. Yeah, and suddenly we've got ten-year-olds. Dying left and right. The the eleven year old girl that yeah. died a couple of days ago. You were talking about her story. So, in a row, these three these three headlines in a row. Ten year old girl dies of a cardiac arrest. Nineteen year old Arizona State student found unresponsive in campus swimming pool, pronounced dead at scene. I didn't hear any of that on the local or the uh, local or national news last night. Right next to that. 29-year-old Navy officer dies in Hawaii during training exercise. You read it every day now. They're dropping like flies. Please tell me we're not the only one raising a flag and questioning things here. I, I know the people that are watching this show, you're probably already on board. But please forward and share the link to this video to some people that you know aren't on board yet. Please, for the love of humanity,
1: and share it with those that are on board because they can share it with. You know, they may have friends. Yeah, share that are it with everybody.
0: You're exactly right. You're
1: everybody right. needs to wake up. Um, California bill. Have you heard about this? There's a new California bill. Uh, it's bill number AB. I don't want to hear about this, but people yeah. need to hear it. California bill AB twenty two twenty three. It's passed the Assembly Health Committee in an eleven to three vote. Uh, This past Tuesday night, this bill removes criminal liability for mothers in relation to all pregnancy outcomes, including the death of a newborn for any reason during the period following birth. The bill could be interpreted to immunize a pregnant person from all criminal penalties for all pregnant outcomes, including the death of a newborn for any reason during the perinatal period after birth for any reason does that mean for any reason for no reason maybe for no reason at all so in other words uh, you have a baby uh by the third day you're like it's too much responsibility i can't deal with this i'm just going to kill it it's uh past the house there
0: they passed it they passed it
1: um the uh let's see passed the assembly health committee the, let's see the
0: who doesn't raise their hand and go uh that's like satanic i'm not on board there who 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 even thinks of something like right. that and why well we know the answer to yeah, that we do know we the just answer. discussed that with the resistance chicks the
1: uh, the analysis goes on to define the perinatal period as either generally used to describe the period from approximately past 22 or 28 completed weeks of pregnancy up to 7 days completed of life or Jeez, oh man. the what uh, world
0: is this the period from the establishment of pregnancy to one month following delivery that is why we start this podcast with a moment of faith that right there and this is one of the reasons we do the podcast because you'll never hear of this you're not hearing that in the you're mainstream not, i didn't hear what's his name david muir nbc nightly news whatever his name is he didn't touch that no and they don't, want you, they don't want you to know about it. And they always cover
1: it with all these beautiful little lines of, you know, if this have well, we're just trying to protect this. and b- B.S. It's B.S. And I'm not talking Bill Spry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> although. Although. Yeah. yeah. You can have a good morning show. B.S. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he's saying nothing but lies. <laughs> <If you> could, <laughs> yeah, we're well. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. MT doesn't work. No. Empty Mind. See, I was <laughs> MT Empty and BS.
1: Maybe we should change yeah. the name of the the FM show You're to right. <laughs> MT and
0: I'm BS. empty. And that's BS. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that I uh, I almost lost my breakfast on that is Are we done with that one? Yeah. All right. So yeah. that is, it's disgusting. Absolutely. But not being covered in mainstream media?
1: Really? Well, and beyond even it not being covered, the fact that it's actually passed.
0: Uh, oh, they, all of the whole story. It's just unbelievable. Now, who sits there and goes, hey, I'm going to come up with a new bill. Check this out. I think everyone's going to be on board. After the baby's born, we're going to kill it. yeah
1: <laughs> You ain't dealing with a full deck. The The only thing that comes to my mind, the only sense I can make out of it, is adrenochrome.
0: Expand on that for the people that don't. Uh, <sighs> need I, I get it? How
1: about let's just say research adrenochrome? Because you need to do the research yeah. and find out the depth of yeah. what it is Good call. and what people are doing with it.
0: Adrenochrome. It's morbid, twisted, sick, satanic,
1: beyond oh, evil. gosh.
0: There's a rush that certain people get by consuming the blood of a child... Who was tortured. ...baby who was tortured. Yeah. There's supposed to be some sort of... Kind of like if... uh, I guess the meat changes. Like if you have a cow that's... uh, Upon being slaughtered is more in a peaceful way. I know that is um, screwed up words.
1: We need to talk to the resistance chicks.
0: No. uh, Well, (laughs) if... You know, cows that are raised not in a confined space you know and there's all that stress that affects the meat yeah and the steak doesn't taste quite as good as a cow that is out on the pasture enjoying their life you know going about what cows are supposed to do and then all of a sudden you know the slaughter day i know that whole scene for people is a little twisted morbid yeah but if the cow the cow's existence on earth is less stressful peaceful sort of yeah i'm just gonna stay with less stressful yeah Yeah. the meat is of a different quality and that kind of goes in with the adrenochrome Mm -hmm. am i saying that right Mm -hmm. um where they are uh there's a chemical released and they get a rush off of that. I, did you not unplug that phone? Mm, Every, go ahead and do it, man. <laughs> it's a podcast. If it was a radio show, we'd like try to get right past. This is a podcast and it's real life, so... That's right. We had guests today, so there's a reason yeah, for the phone to be plugged in. Still plugged in. Yep. We usually unplug it on other days so we don't get those complaint calls. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to shut up about the
1: truth and play the rock and roll. I said I wanted to hear
0: Pink Floyd, not your opinions. <laughs> They're not opinions. They're just stories on stuff it's that aren't being reported. Truth, baby. Um, although we do insert some opinions. Sure. We do we? force yeah. them in there. That's probably well, okay. why the show is growing, though. Um, thanks to a federal judge in Florida, the mandate that forced citizens to wear a mask while on airplanes and public transportation was repealed. And now the CDC released a statement calling for a uh, for the decision to be overturned. Don't want the people to be happy now, do we? Um, in related news, ninety-eight percent of Americans are extending their proverbial middle finger, saying you can stick that mask because we're not going backwards. That actually wasn't in the news story; that was <laughs> that was added by the editor. Well, we just put it in the story. <laughs> I said Pink Floyd, not your opinions. <laughs> The CDC wrote, uh, let's see, see. CDC continues to recommend that people wear masks in all indoor public transportation settings. Number one priority is protecting the public health of our nation. Oh, is that your priority? Yeah, have another. Is that what you're worried about and concerned with? Is that what it is? (laughs) We just want you to be safe. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's good for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, the injection, remdesivir, and the, <laughs> right. the wonderful
0: yeah. ventilator. Turn that ventilator down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> you like it, do for job. you? <laughs> turn it on. Green, green, green. <laughs> I know.
1: It's, and sorry for those that have family members that had to go through that. My dad did.
0: It's that, terrible. I was impersonating my dad laying there. That's what I was just doing. Unbelievable. So I'm in the same group you are. Uh I'll elaborate on that story another day, but a morbid-ass scene. I completely get it, which is why it pisses me off. Well, Damn. Saki, did you hear this? Uh, Saki
1: is admitting mask mandate on airplane is about preserving power.
0: She actually came out and said it. They're not hiding anything, more. Anything, dude. No. They're I'm just kidding. coming right out and saying, you got the audio of her saying it? I do. Actually, listen to this.
2: Uh, and we disagreed with the decision immediately. So uh, the immediate steps were to determine uh, what power we had to respond to that. Obviously, that uh, that uh, came in the form of uh, the Department of Justice, came in the form of the CDC acting um, and putting out the statements that they did. But, um, you know, we also don't take photos of flights as data about how the country reacts uh, to issues, um, you know, as whether they're ripping off their, their masks or not. I mean, our focus here was seeing what power we had to preserve uh what we felt was in the public health interest of the country
1: preserve the power for future pandemics we got to keep this thing going because we got another pandemic on the way right
0: and, and another election
1: and, yeah that's, that's mean, why the pandemic is coming every two years get from order yeah every two years from now on we're going to be faced with a because they think it worked we got to vote these morons out of office. They're criminals. We've got to lock them up. We got, and that,
0: too. And but, throw I mean, away the key. Not vote them out. How about just take them out? Exactly. Like, out of office. Exactly. Take them. You know, just There's all the proof. You are no longer qualified to have a place in public office. You're not qualified <clears throat> to live among society. Some of these people make Charlie Manson look like a choir boy. Yeah, the, the, exactly. Whoever came up with that baby law out in California... Good Lord, man. Uh, here's my last story for the day. Sleepy Joe, I won't refer to, refer to him as the president. Sleepy Joe announced the United States is sending an additional $800 million in artillery uh, to Ukraine and $500 million to their corrupt government. How much is he sending to your southern border of these United States? <laughs> Still nothing. Here's your scoop of rice. Now back to the tent. ha ha ha. Have another injection? Yes, that's all we're giving you. Zero. I just scared your dog. Sorry, <laughs> your dog was sitting here sleeping. he just thanks. You woke him up. Now he's going to start I circling. I think he pissed on the carpet.
1: <laughs> Sorry about that, puppy. He's going to start circling again.
0: <laughs> today he says. Today he says, uh, I'm announcing another eight hundred million dollars to further augment Ukraine's ability to fight in the in the east, in the uh, Donbas region. Um, I'm also announcing a program Unite for Ukraine a new program to enable Ukrainians seeking refuge to come directly to Europe from from Europe to the United States because well then he went on to say because there ain't no way in hell I'm going to get enough votes to take on Donald Trump I need all the illegal votes I can get and having those people over here instead is the only hope in hell I've got stopping the deck again man let's face it because I suck (laughs) what happened i blacked out for a second i don't know uh i don't know just just keep going just keep going (laughs) i'm high on caffeine man something Uh, no actually that second half of the quote was me too uh then this happened um, there's a. You got the audio of his answering the question. A reporter, oh, <laughs> yeah, a reporter <laughs> yeah. asked him about ending Title 42. Don't know, in case you didn't already know, that's the Trump-era order which blocks asylum seekers at the United States border. Instead of addressing the question and answering that question, well, this is what happened.
2: On Title 42, sir, are you considering delaying lifting Title 42?
1: What I'm considering is continuing to hear from my, uh, my, uh, first of all, there's going to be an appeal by the Justice Department because as a matter of principle, we want to be able to be in a position where if in fact it is strongly concluded by the scientists that we need Title 42, that we'd be able to do that. But there has been no decision on extending Title 42.
0: That's the leader of the free world. Quote unquote, asked a question about Title 42. The answer that he gave was regarding the mask mandates. How much time elapsed between the end of the question and the beginning of his answer? 0.09 seconds? And he was answering, he had a different press conference going on in his head. Well, see, there's two
1: different people talking to him. Uh, Yeah. Uh,. Yeah, uh, yeah, Obama. Hold, hold on. One, here, one Hillary, Nancy. Hillary over here. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my
0: God. <laughs> Have you heard of... Uh, hold on one second. Go ahead. Uh, there, was some, there was some uh, social media postings. There's a guy by the name of Lapino says, it's no longer funny. This fool is putting us all in danger. Derek said, especially since he's loading up Ukraine, loading Ukraine up with more grift money, for his family, right uh, right in front of our very faces, uh somebody else Brendan said, uh maybe, but maybe, but Zelensky, along with Russia and the CCP, has all the dark money secrets about the Biden crime family, but uh, let's go, Brandon, oh, my God. <laughs> and then he backs away from the podium and shakes the hand of someone that's not there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's been reported that a massive wave of illegal immigrants are preparing to storm the southern border when Joe Biden ends the Trump-era Title 42 on May the 23rd. 18,000 people per day, or over 500,000 per month, are expected to invade The United States as a result of that action. Many of these people are dangerous criminals, victims of human trafficking. Title 42 was used by President Trump, in case you don't know what Title 42 is. He used it in 2020 to expel migrants seeking asylum during the COVID pandemic. Illegal border crossings have reached record highs, and Joe Biden wants to let these criminals roam free. But... There's a new gal on the scene, Carrie Lake. She's running for governor there,
0: and she says she's not going to take cues from him. I'm digging this chick. Me too. Not yeah. only is she great looking, but can we say that? Yeah, we can say that. I can, no, I'm not going with the woke and you'll be canceled for paying a lady a compliment. She's a very beautiful woman. And, and she's got spice and spunk, and I like it. And she is, uh, she's got attitude. Exactly. She's got uh former television reporter, from what I understand. Oh, was she? And now she's thrown her name or her hat in the political ring and making waves. And um, every time I hear her speak, it's like, man, if I lived in Arizona, this chick would be getting my She'd vote. Yeah, have my vote, for sure. Uh, she said she's not going to take cues from, from uh,
1: Biden. Boom. And have him tell us what to do. He's driving the country into the ground. Boom. Boom. And I will be damned if I sit by as governor and let him drive this state into the ground as well. We're going to secure that border. We're going to finish President Trump's wall. And we're going to put armed Arizona National Guard on the border and stop people from coming across and send others back.
0: Instead of putting them on a bus and sending them to Washington, D.C. Or Delaware or whatever. Get them the hell on the other side where they belong until they're vetted and they do it legally. And she
1: kind of goes into that, too. She says, we've got the narco-terrorists running the show right now, thanks to Biden. And I don't know why anybody's listening to this guy. He shouldn't even be in the White House. You're exactly right. We're at ground zero if we don't have a border. And if we don't have honest elections, we don't have a country. And I hate to inform people, we don't have either right now. And this is why, as governor, I will not take any orders from Joe Biden. He's, illeg- he's illegitimate. That election was a sham, and he's trying to destroy this country, what I say, every single day. That's awesome. And we need to get all of these governors to start ignoring him. And frankly, I think we need to, to certify that election. Who in their right minds is listening to him? And we, you're actually not listening to him anyway. It's like one state has got to get off their butt and have enough courage to do the right thing and decertify. And I believe that once the first state decertifies, the others will start to fall in line. Uh, I think it's kind of cute, she says, that they're sending these buses around the country. But let's face it. When we send a bus busload of illegal aliens into Washington, D.C., they're still our problem. We're going to send them back across the border. We're going to give them safe passage back across the border, but they're not staying in Arizona. And we're not going to allow them to be shipped to the other states either. It's not our problem. We're not going to take on the world's problems.
0: It's going a, a back across the southern border. I'm glad we're wrapping up the show on a good note. Yeah. And with that lady's story right there, uh, Lake Christie or uh, Carrie Lake? Carrie again? Lake, yes. Yeah. I do have one more, though. Don't, that's not negative, is it? Oh, no. That's sarcasm. <laughs> Absolutely let's end it on a, not. We had a pretty long show today with the interview. and So let's end it on that. It's a positive note, dude. Well, the problem is it's on our headlines. What is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to tell you? Okay. Just tell me the headline. Right. Tell me well, the headline. Well, it, it, I'll make it short. You know how Biden agreed to release the strategic
0: oil reserves? You mean Obama? Yeah. Or, Well,
1: well, yeah, yeah, indirectly, yeah, yeah,
0: okay, yeah. I remember Obama said that in the earpiece. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what is this? There's a ship going to Europe with a load of our oil in it, and Biden is selling it to Europe. It's supposed to be for the people here. What's wrong with that? Well, I, apparently nothing. I'm sorry. Let You're me just weird. Let me just delete that whole story. Yeah. It, it's not important. No, it's not important. I, I feel as stupid as fake news. <laughs> Why would I even be wrong? <laughs> You're right. I just don't. My wife is right. I
0: just don't listen to her. <laughs> right. And you tried to tell me. I tried, man. Ah. Carrie Lake. I'm just so stupid. <laughs> Carrie Lake. <laughs> Oh, where's the let's go music? (laughs) Carrie Lake. Let's just focus on Carrie Lake. She gives the nation hope. If you're in Arizona, Thumbs up to you. Vote for that lady. Yes, get Absolutely. her in office. You know, then we would
1: have one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast, DeSantis, and Carrie Lake, and maybe we could start to fill in the blanks of the rest of the country. Yeah, you know?
0: I uh, maybe she's the first female president of the. Uh, I don't care about the gender. Are they qualified for the job? Yeah, I don't care if even if you work at Taco Bell. Oh, uh, we need seven blacks and three Puerto Ricans, two whites. Are they qualified for the job? Thank you very much. Car salesman, I don't care how many whites or blacks you've got in the car showroom at the dealership. Don't care. Are they qualified for the job? Thank you. If they're all black, cool. They're qualified for the job, right? Right. All right. That's all.
1: If you have a country, or or I mean, a, a business, or are you going to hire like a in my lawn service, hire a meat butcher to cut grass or yes, you know spray right.
0: spray chemicals on the lawn? Well, he used to be a dentist, so, but 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 and he used chemicals. But he's Puerto Rican, so we can hire him. <laughs> no, can he do or the she job. the job? Absolutely.
1: FreedomRingshow.com. That's our website You can find all of our platforms We're down on Carrie Lake TikTok TikTok, yeah And a bunch of others And you try to tell me Bill, we need to go on TikTok And I'm like
0: That's where all the kids And whippersnappers are right That's all for We gotta jump on board With them young whippersnappers Get off my (laughs)
1: lawn
0: Get off my lawn TikTok is where it is at, Bill (laughs) And uh, it's working, okay I admit It's working (laughs) You're, You're wrong again
1: I just keep hearing my wife echo. You're wrong, Bill. Bill? Oh, Bill, you're wrong. You're wrong, Bill. <laughs> boo? She, she called me Bill, but, I mean, she called me boo when I first met her. That is the B- worst B- Chinese accent I've ever heard, boo. B- oh,
0: Bill, <laughs> you give listeners erection. <laughs> That's a classic. She was telling us, give your listeners direction. And when she said, you will give erection, I'm like... Uh, what kind of podcast did he tell you we're doing? <laughs> oh, and then the God. next morning I walk in and she goes uh, I know give erection, we give direction. <laughs> <laughs> she is awesome. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> she is. Have a great weekend. Be good to each other. FreedomRingshow.com. And I'm out of thoughts. I'm out of cash. Man. <laughs> See ya. See ya.